You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We will have a lot of money to spend. We will be able to bring in some good top free agents, hopefully that we can sign to longer term deals because Terry Fontenot, the front office, they intentionally signed Guys, last season to short-term deals. That way, they could really have, you know, a lot more money to spend. They can make decisions based on, you know, who they want to sign long-term. And they, they didn't want to go into this offseason. They knew a lot of money would be freed up, and they didn't want to go into this offseason with, uh, with some, like, little contracts here and there lingering. So they just signed everybody to kind of one-year deals intentionally to kind of be able to start with a clean slate going into this offseason. But some guys played very well this season who are on one-year deals and now we got to figure out whether we want to bring him back or not and then there's one guy who is off his rookie deal and we got to see if we want to bring him back so let's go ahead and start with our guys that were on the team last year and uh we're going to decide whether or not we should bring them back next year because arthur did say he wanted to start internally when it comes to uh re-signing his own players so The first name, Lorenzo Carter. He was pretty good. He had spurts here and there where he had flashes. Um, He had the, he had a, it wasn't a pick, it wasn't a pick six. He had a fumble return for a touchdown. Or was it? No, he had a pick six and a a fumble. He had a pick six and then he had a block punt. Okay. Pick six and a block punt. So he made some very, very dynamic plays, scored a couple of times. And, um, you know, got some sacks here and there. Played well. Don't know, in my opinion, if he is at, if he should get, like, starter type of money. And, I mean, you could say you could bring all these guys back for the right price. So I don't want to cheat my way out of that. So, Well, uh, look, here, uh-huh. here's the deal. Uh, here's how we evaluate. Here's how I evaluate. Here's what yeah. helps me. Um, look at what I did, what look at what he did. Yeah. Uh, or look what he was making last year or this season. So this season he was on a one year deal for three and a half million dollars. Yeah. Um, he had fifty five tackles this season. Um, four. Well, he actually had more than that. He had I think he had around fifty eight tackles, mm-hmm. but he had around four sacks, some tackles for loss. He had a pick. He had some big plays. Locker room guy. Right. So if I can get a guy back like that. I would take him at what um, maybe we give him a two year deal worth, uh, you know, 10, 10, 10, 10 and a half, 11 million dollars guarantee a, the first year fully guarantee, you know, say you want know, to guarantee this much at signing. So maybe um, maybe guarantee him four at signing and maybe he, you know, maybe he only counts like and make that a sign bonus and maybe only counts a million against the cap this year, you know, the way you structure it. And then, um, and, uh, you know, or uh, or front-loaded all, and then next year it just comes off the books if you don't want him. But I, 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 he was a guy that I would 
uh, he's a guy that I would try to bring back, absolutely. And I don't want to get too much mm-hmm. into contract because he gets really the yeah, minutia of it. It's really goofy. But, yeah, I would absolutely yeah. have him back at, you know, maybe $10 million over two years, uh, maybe 11. I, I mean, you know, I don't think he got a huge raise this year, but I do think he earned some a uh, little bit more money, and I think he's a key part. I'd like to have him back. Yeah. Yeah. Team yeah. Deal, yeah. Team, yeah, definitely a team-friendly deal because he. I think he would be a good uh, – rotational piece uh, at that outside linebacker slash edge rusher position. So I would be there. I, w- I would be okay for the right price. Um, And I don't think Lorenzo Carter would field too many offers. Like, you know, Lorenzo Carter is a very good player. And like you said, good locker room guy. But on the same token, I don't think teams are going to be breaking down the door to try and re-sign him. So I think that bodes well for the Falcons trying to re-sign him to a more team-friendly deal. Yeah, and I also think it might be on what they want to do defensively. Right, like the scheme. Maybe they don't want. Maybe they want to. They don't. You know, you know he's six five, two fifty, a yeah. big dude. He could he can put his hand down the trenches. But maybe you want to get a little bit bigger guy. Um, yeah. maybe you want to get a more of an uh, another kind of an Audi type guy, uh, size wise over there. So, so we are of the opinion we would like to bring Lorenzo Carter back. Hopefully, he gets a little bit more of a free, free uh, team friendly deal. But we want to bring him back. Okay, next guy, Caleb. McGarry. Obviously, we know the Falcons did not pick up his fifth-year option. He is an unrestricted free agent this season. Do the Falcons re-sign him because he did have a career year this year, played very well. Obviously, he still has some moments where he struggled in pass protection. The whole offensive line did. But, Bo, are you bringing Caleb McGarry back? Well, um, I'm not going to overpay for Caleb McGarry. So I think you're, my answers are all going to be the same. I personally yeah. think they want to bring him back, and I think they will. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to retool the entire offensive line. He was right. a, he had moments, but with a guy like Ritter, who's a little bit mobile, who can move around, um, it makes you worry less about him being an average pass blocker. But he is an above-average run blocker in a, on a team that wants to run the ball. So I think that they're going to want him back. He – he had his first full offseason last year. He's had health issues. He's had family issues in his other years, which mm-hmm. have hamstrung him. You know, maybe a three-year, $40 million deal, and you pay the guy, what, something like 12 a year, um, something like that. Maybe if he'll sign it, he might want longer. Um, I don't know. <clears throat> this will be his fifth – you know, next year will be his fifth year in the league. But, yeah, I would bring him back because – you know, right tackles don't grow on trees, and when and when right. you go get one on the open market, they're extremely expensive. Um, yep. So I think you have to be very, um, you know, very wonder, you know, cautious there. But yeah, I absolutely think um, he's a guy you look at. Uh, you look at bringing back. I completely agree because of this reason. Like you said, if you go out and get a free agent right tackle, it's going to be very expensive. And what I don't want the Falcons to do this offseason, I don't want them to spend a whole bunch of money on just one position, even though it, I would be a little more okay with it if it was a trenches position. But we have so many holes we need to fill. We have so much depth we can, you know, bring on this roster with the money we have to spend. I would really just like to see this team do a good job of just spreading the wealth a little bit so we could get you know, good player here, good player here, maybe a, a little bit of a, a really good player here, but just spread the wealth around and not spend too much money on one position where 
we're getting one really, 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 really good player, maybe even a Pro Bowl type player. And then we're just kind of filling in with meh players the rest of the way. Let's just get some let's just get some good players uh, to fill out throughout the entire roster. And with that, you can you know, you can get Caleb McGarry. You can continue to develop him because, like you said, uh, he's a very good run blocker. He's, he's shown that all year and I don't think that's changing. You continue to develop him as a pass blocker, and Desmond Ritter is going to help help him out um, with his uh, elusivity. So I, I, th- I think that'd be okay. And then I think it says something to be re-signing your own guys. That's a good sign. And you know, Caleb McGarry is in a finished product, so you you continue to to work on him and uh, develop him as a pass blocker. So I think you yeah. bring Caleb back. Well, and look, we've already tried though. Let's bring in a guy to make him compete for his job. And Jermaine Effetti couldn't get on the field. Effetti nope. couldn't beat him out. Good point. And, and you need to address the left guard. You know, I mean, yep. Justin Schaefer may be the guy, but he's not taking an NFL snap, and, and he no. couldn't get off the practice squad this year. So um, maybe, you know, you look at, you know, Elijah Wilkinson might have made himself some money, but I think you got to upgrade. So go look at what you can do uh, at left guard. That's where I yes. would upgrade because the interior yes. is, is so important. I think McGarry's good enough. So if you can sign him to a deal that it works for everyone, go for it. So, yeah. I'm in on McGarry. Yeah, I'm in on Caleb McGarry as well. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, next one, Alameda Zacchaeus. Alameda Zacchaeus, I really felt like brought some stabilization to this wide receiver room because he was one of the longest tenured Falcons on this team, was the longest tenured Falcon in the wide receiver room. Um, You know, I'm sure he did, you know, had some work in, you know, bringing Drake London along and helping him out and maybe mentoring him slightly. I don't know if he fully mentored him or not, but, you know, I'm sure he gave him tips here and there. And, you know, I, I think there is something to be said about that. And and Alameda Zacchaeus was a, whether it was for Marcus Mariota or Desmond Ritter, he was a reliable target all year. It seemed like, seemed like Alameda, you know, everybody's going to drop passes here and there, but for the most part, Alameda Zacchaeus, when you needed him, he was the guy, and he he made clutch catches, and you know he helped move the ball. So I'm for getting Alameda Zacchaeus because I think, um, along with Drake London, along with Kyle Pitts, I think you need another um, receiver to you know to to go along with this core, and I think Alameda Zacchaeus should be a part of that. And then maybe you bring in one extra wide receiver. So I, I'm I I would like to keep Alameda Zacchaeus. Well, I love OZ. Um, Gotten to see him kind of mature as a player. Yeah. I'm sure he did help teach Drake how to be a pro as far right. as, you know, the little things right. about pro nuances. Right. He's a guy, though, and I need some men. I need the guys instead of a guy, and we need another of the guy. Just <laughs> Drake and Kyle need help. And yeah. this this wide receiver core was honestly Drake, London, and a bunch of dudes. It's true. And OZ – was the best of those dudes. It's true. So if I can bring him back as a third or fourth receiver, um, extremely cheap, great. But I, I need to upgrade that position. So he's not a priority for me at this point. Um, 
he's not a priority. I need to figure out a way to upgrade that position because it's not very good. The room yeah, is not very right. – the skill set in that room is not great right now. So um, they have signed a guy named Josh Ali who was uh, active the last couple of weeks. To a, he's a burner, a little six-foot guy. He, he played ball in Kentucky. Um, and uh, he's a guy that I think he, they've signed him to a futures contract. So I think he's a guy that has a chance to make this team out of camp next year. But I've got to upgrade. So, it, you know, if it's between OZ and an upgrading to another, another to a real to me, which is a real standout number two, I'm going with that over OZ. So, not Agreed. saying no, but right okay. now it's not my priority. Okay, okay, I like that. I definitely understand because we. I mean, there were there were a lot of times where you know you would talk about it, Wes would talk about it. You know, there weren't, there weren't enough guys creating separation, and uh, Drake London, who's very good at contested catches, you know. Alamade is maybe not necessarily that guy when, you know, you wanted a 50-50 duel. I mean, even though Drake could be that guy and Kyle could be that guy, Kyle was hurt and Drake was the only, I mean, only other guy out there really being able to catch 50-50 ball. So um, we'll see what happens there. Next one, Isaiah Oliver. Uh, he he was unfor- he unfortunately got hurt um, at the beginning of last season, missed, all, uh, missed the rest of last season. Came in a little late this season. Um, seemed to come on pretty strong, though, towards the end of the year. Um, no huge dynamic plays, but again, you could say that is a good thing um, when you're talking about a corner. Didn't hear his name called a whole lot, so that's a pretty good thing. How are you feeling about Isaiah Oliver? Yeah, I want Isaiah Oliver back. Um, Isaiah Oliver, to me, is a depth guy at a, at, a, at, a, at a position that lacks it, and I think having him at the nickel playing at a high high level, because I think he can play the nickel very well. He's a physical guy. Um, I think you're better defensively on the field in the secondary. I don't think he's a, you know, he's a guy you can bring back on a one-year deal, kind of kind of give him a prove-it deal. Maybe he can make some money somewhere else. But, yeah, I think he um, – he, the growth he's shown at the, at the nickel position based over where he was as a player on the outside has is, is, is been uh, night and day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you need a nickel corner in this league. I don't think I think your defense is better with a guy like that. A big he's a he's a physical DB. So I don't want to sit here and say we're bringing back every damn player, but I do think Isaiah is a guy that I'd want on my defense next year. I mean, that's just what it is. I you you with all the empty sets and you know uh, three wide receiver sets that teams are running these days. Like you said, it is a necessity. It's not a it's not a a, a a luxury or anything like that. it's a necessity to have a good nickel corner if you want to be a good defense a good defense in this league it's a necessity and I think Isaiah Oliver provides that for us um like you said big physical corner I I, I love everything Isaiah Oliver brings to that position so I'll definitely want him back and the guy I can already tell you that I know both of us want him uh want, want back Rashawn Evans leading tackler on this team he was a Bo, He was a top four, top five tackler in the NFL this year, wasn't he? I know our guy Foyer in Jacksonville uh, led the league in tackles again. Rashawn Evans was top four, top five this year, wasn't he? Yeah. So, um, got to have him back. Yeah, he's um, – well, again, I think the new D.C. will have, get to have some um, some say in that. But, yeah, Rashawn Evans, if you were, if you were upset that they lost Foyer last year and you thought they should have kept him, but they couldn't. You knew they couldn't because of money, right? Then you have to re-sign Rashawn Evans because the guy mm-hmm. had uh, 160 tackles 
Um, couple sacks, you know, some some tackles for loss. Uh, he was a very good player, and he's the kind of guy that you need on your roster. You need a guy like him along with a guy like Troy Anderson. So, um, going to bring some veteran presence to this you young linebacking core. Yeah, and if you're listening, you're like, well, we got to we got to upgrade the defense. You're absolutely right. Yeah. We're not talking about positions, though, that nest, that that you're going to get much better for your, your bang for your buck. Now, Rashawn Evans might have outpriced himself for what you want to pay. Maybe. But I know Rashawn wants to be here. He told us that. Yes. The upgrades of this defense, and we're not going to get into these guys, but <laughs> your, your front four uh, or your front three, you need to upgrade other than Grady. Yeah. You got to build some guys. A couple of these guys, I think Abdul Anderson's the guy you'll see next year. Right. On this roster, but he's not going to be a starter where he has been this year. He should not be. And then, you know, that other that 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 cornerback position where Casey Hayward may or may not be back. I think they can save money not having him back. Yeah. And then, you know, Darren Hall's not it, man. I need an upgrade over you know, Darren Hall be on this team because he was a he was a he was a, a, a fourth round draft pick right. uh in, in twenty one draft. So he's got another uh year or uh, two on the team under contract technically, but I need to upgrade over that. He needs to be a backup. He's not a starter right now. So exactly the the corner Armstrongs of the world that you see playing, uh, maybe even the D offers who wasn't bad, but still just he shouldn't be he shouldn't be seeing a lot of the field. Uh, um, D uh, D offer Darren Hall, like you said, and uh, guys like you know Abdul Anderson need to be rotational guys. So uh, yeah, t- Timmy Horn, a guy who again is is okay, solid, but needs to be a rotational guy. Don't need to be in there uh, as a starter. So as we move along, uh, Rashawn Evans definitely needs to be kept. Another guy I personally think needs to be kept as the uh, second tight end, Michael Pruitt. I mean, guy has made big catches. He's, he obviously has a little bit of a nose for the end zone. Scored, I think, five touchdowns, four or five touchdowns on the year. Michael Pruitt, uh, he, he's a solid blocker. He needs, to, he needs to be on this team next year. And I think you get him at a pretty team-friendly deal. I think Michael Pruitt should be a Falcon next year. Yeah, he's a he's a backup. Um yeah, good backup. And he was a backup that was forced into action, and all he did was was find himself being in the right place at the right time. Um, he had four four touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, because he caught one last week. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, he I have no issues with bringing him back. In fact, I went over this. Me and Wes were going over guys before the game. They just, just kind of you know going through and you know just kind of comparing mental notes and, and our own thoughts and 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 sometimes we do that. And those are those are the kind I love those. Those are so much fun for me to do. And right. um, but you know, I think your your tight end room. I, I don't think you need Ferksker here next year. No, nope. so I think you're looking at maybe going in. Um, depending on if they, unless they, they, they find a guy, they sign that upgrades them behind Kyle. Um, I think you're looking at Kyle and Pruitt yeah, and Franks and Parker Hesse and Hesse yeah. did, you know, and the way Arthur uses these guys, he uses them as, as fullbacks at times too. And Paul, right. Parker Hesse did a really good job at, 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 um, playing tight end and fullback. Um, so uh, I could see that being your room, and I think Michael Pruitt has found a, at least a camp invite, uh, unless someone else. Definitely. Now, look, another team. This guy's been in the league for a little bit. Another team might come in, gobble him up, yeah, and pay him a little bit more money and make him their true number two. And we might not want to invest that money. And I'm, I'm definitely not because I think I can get 
maybe I can get that out of Parker Hesse, but um, right. But I loved what Michael Pruitt did this year. I thought he was he was a guy that just was in the right place at the right time, and he did a really good job of making big catches when this team needed it. Just seemed like he could always find a hole in the defense wherever it was. He found it, and uh, he always found a way to get the ball. And he he made a plays when you need a, uh, a play made. So definitely all for keeping Michael Pruitt. All right, the last one on the list before we get to some playoff picks since we got the playoff starting this weekend. And uh, this is a guy I both think we will think, yeah, we could we could do a little bit better. Why don't we uh, look elsewhere? That is Elijah Wilkinson. I mean, he wasn't bad, but we didn't even see him that much. He wasn't really on the field. And again, that left guard position, we just we we just really need to find a true good starting caliber left guard. Not a eh, man, wishy-washy guy. And I mean Elijah Wilkinson was your starter, but he, again, he wasn't on the field. And I just honestly think it's time to really, really invest in that position and get you and get you a real, real good, maybe even Pro Bowl. You might pay too much for that, but you know, like fringe Pro Bowl caliber left guard. Yeah, um, I thought he played well when he was there. I know he went right. through some injuries late in the year, but I, I, I've said all along I want to upgrade um, that left guard position, and uh, I'm not going to change that. And, you know, Elijah Wilkinson's a great fallback um, because I definitely think he'll be there. You know, if you can't uh, find a guy to fill in, but I would prefer to, um, I'd prefer to upgrade that position, and uh, that's. That's my thought on it. Um, I don't know what they're going to do, but I would prefer to upgrade over. I would prefer not to have to have Elijah Wilkinson starting at left guard. But that being said, again, um, he did okay when he was in there, but I just, I need to, I can't bring back the same five. I need to change someone in the interior. And I think that's where I make mine. So I'm going to go no uh, as of right now. Exactly. If if you're going to make changes, Anywhere on this offensive line, you're obviously not making changes at right guard. He was a pro bowler, and he's gonna, probably going to be an all-pro. Like I said, Caleb McGarry, I think, uh, like you said, right tackles are hard to find. Um, I think you just keep developing him. He'll be okay. You're not moving You're not moving away from Jake Matthews. So if you're making changes on this offensive line, it's either at left guard and possibly maybe at center too. So, But I think I think these, uh, I think these. the guy like the guys like uh, Drew Dahlman, Arthur, and uh, Terry Fontenot. So they, they might end up keeping him. But we'll see. 